Hi, I'm Marcy Lundy. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023, and this is the Cult of Kindness podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. What the Cult of Kindness podcast is, is a masterclass for those of us that are on a kindness journey. Perhaps you feel as though you've always been kind and you're looking for a bit of a refresher course, or perhaps you're skeptical about being kind as you don't want your kindness taken for weakness, or you may as feel as though you've never been kind, but you do understand the difference that kindness makes in the world and you want to be a part of that. It is for all of you. It is for all of us. As I always say, I'm on the kindness journey right along with you. So our book of the month for May, which is Seedling, The Journey to Inner Peace by Daniel Merrifield, uh, has just been really insightful. Uh, the way he wrote this book is so relatable as well as genius, actually. Uh, I find myself, uh, when I'm taking notes for the podcast, almost uh, unable to stop myself, as there are so many useful, important gems that he unlocks in his book. This week, we will talk about scales to be measured. Our current lives are scales to be measured. The way you transfer the energy and receive it from others can either enlighten you or restrict the flow of energy that stumps the personal growth of identity. The way we transfer energy and receive it from others. You know, I really loved the wording of that. You know, another way we've heard of this is like do unto others as you want done to yourself. But to look at it as an energy transfer and what we receive from others and how it can enlighten us or restrict the flow of energy that stumps the personal growth of identity. There are some times where we are transferring positive energy and we receive back poisonous energy. And we're fully aware that our transfer of energy was positive. In those situations, uh, that can be a literal energy suck, if you will. And it leaves you feeling like, oh, that, that felt like I had the wind knocked out of me. 
Uh, And it's important to realize when you experience something like that, it has actually little or nothing to do with you and your delivery of energy. It has quite a bit to do with whatever the person that was on the receiving end of your energy was going through or how they feel about you. And that actually blocks the positive energy that you're giving. It blocks it from their ability to receive it. But you know, you're still delivering that energy with every bit of positive fiber from your being. And in instances like that, it's important to know it doesn't have anything to do with you. And if it does have something to do with you, that perhaps largely has to do with how the other person feels about you, but it has nothing to do with the positivity that you put into the world and more with things that that other individual needs to work through. So in that energy transfer, it's almost, it is actually incomplete as you're transferring positivity, yet receiving nothing at all or that which feels like poison. Free will and choice is available in every moment, a reality that is ignored as conditioned ideologies are placed upon the forefront of your mind. Free will. It is available in every moment. The freedom to do as we wish. But, great point here. Although we have free will, it is indeed a reality that is ignored as conditioned ideologies are placed upon the forefront of your mind. As we are on our self-kindness journey, this is something I've talked about where um, a lot of the times it takes a minute for people to comfortably be who they actually are because they're conditioned to want to appear normal, whatever that looks like. But I think we all have a firm understanding of what it's supposed to look like. And one of the things that's so beautiful about being a part of this time of life is to see how many individuals are able to freely be themselves now there's still pushback there's still people who try and make those people feel bad about who they are try and outlaw what these people do 
But the beautiful thing about this time is although there are many trying to make it so that one cannot be who they truly are. We live in a world where more people support everyone in their decisions to be who they are in their own lives. And there may never be a day where everyone is on board to just let people be who they are. But it's nice to be a part of a time where you see that unfolding. Where the individuals who feel the need to express themselves as they should are freely doing so. They are exercising self-kindness. And they're having to deal with those others. But as long as they're exercising their self-kindness, it's so important. And it really helps others realize they have the courage to do the same. So, although condition ideologies are placed upon the forefront of many's minds you do realize who you are and if your self-kindness allows you to be who you are know that's beautiful as you move forward in search of finding a part of you that resonates with a peaceful moment you soon question your actions And if your interpretation of the world is seen through the lens of your eyes or someone else's vision. Again, we have so many that put their beliefs into what they think that all should believe. And what you believe, that's wonderful. I'm sure you wouldn't want anyone to try and change that. And that goes down to being able to hopefully have a healthy debate over your different belief systems. And that is okay. But to try and ban or shun the beliefs of those who don't match yours that's unlawful that's unhealthy it causes individuals to think twice about who they are and their self-kindness becomes stifled where they should be living as They can comfortably live. To live in someone else's vision is not living. Now we can all live by abiding by sensible rules, common courtesy, but when it comes to personal choices, that's something different. Personal choices 
and what individuals do behind closed doors. There's no need for public comment there. And remember that's largely interfering with an individual's journey and their ability to practice a healthy self-kindness. A blurred vision has never offered a space of self-care only to be burdened by the past and the reality of a troubled society that fails to identify individual souls. And that's sad. The failure of identifying individual souls is debilitating. Who we all are individually is what makes the world special, which makes the world as it should be. Um, You know, the world is not meant to be cookie cutter. I've said this before. All of our individual gifts and who we are born into this world as help create a wonderful tapestry that is our world. We're not all good at every single thing, but we are born with our gifts and our gifts are what help make the world beautiful, special, and run, basically. So, to try and have a society where everyone looks the same, does the same thing, feels the same, well, that's just not reality. And it's just not right. The interchangeable actions of a belief that's projected towards an individual can restrict and close the mind by shutting doors. The shutting of the doors would be who you happen to actually be in this world, not show up because you feel uncomfortable being yourself. Thus, not only are you not being who you're meant to be in this world, the world is being robbed of what you would offer because you feel the need to conform and that's not self-kindness and of course it's not only taking away your ability to practice self-kindness ultimately no one is being kind because by saying oh no that's not allowed that's not kind if an individual is not breaking the law They are merely just being who they are in this world. 
but someone says oh no that's not meant to be that's not how it should be you've shut that person's door to who they would be in this world you've shut your own door because you're being closed-minded and there is no forward motion there is a lot of strife and problems and that is indeed not the natural flow of things that's not how life our lives other people's lives that's not how life should be avoidance by design removes the ability of understanding the value of your life avoidance well I'm going to avoid going to said areas as I know that they try and do these things that I don't necessarily believe in or well I'm going to try and avoid being myself actually because I want to avoid causing problems for others Uh, and then you know it'll work itself out I'll try and value my life that way that's removing the ability of understanding the value of your life a place that holds a disconnected reality hides away in fear of reviewing past actions and blocks all avenues to avoid being accountable while surrendering your own happiness. I'll say it again for the people in the back. A place that holds a disconnected reality hides away in fear of reviewing past actions and blocks all avenues to avoid being accountable while surrendering your own happiness. Disconnected reality. Mm, No, I don't want that. The fear of reviewing past actions. It's tough. We have had many an episode where we talk about the difficulty of reviewing past actions. You have to do it in your own time, which has to be the right time. But it has to be done at some point. To indeed hold yourself accountable. And in that process, 
you will find self-kindness and happiness. But I think it's just important to emphasize that that needs to be done in your own time. I think it could possibly be harmful if forced. It has to be a realization. You cannot teach someone the values of their life if you're trying to live it for them. Ooh, I I did the louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Too soon. So this is going to be another two in one for this. You cannot teach someone the values of their life if you're trying to live it for them. I mean, you know when you hear about mic drop, that's a real mic drop moment there. Whether you've been on the receiving end of this or the person who was trying to deliver a message, if you will. That's a mic drop statement there. Modern day society has created a way of life where you can easily glide through the years actively avoiding your true purpose that's a scary thought actively avoiding your true purpose Mm, so that means that what you could be doing is wasting time actually And literally aware that you're avoiding your true purpose. Heavily procrastinating, fearful. Dare I say lazy? Well, Easily gliding through the years, avoiding your true purpose is dangerous. Imagine the realization of one day. Look at the time I've wasted. Look at the opportunities I had there and I didn't utilize them. And I literally was aware I was wasting these moments. And and now here I am. So, yeah, you could glide through this society, avoiding your true purpose or procrastinating. But is it sensible ultimately that's the thing a greater understanding that all types of lessons learned 
is accessing the wisdom within each moment, connecting our embodiment to a wholeness. I really like that. Accessing the wisdom within each moment. And that largely speaks to when people talk about being present. I'm sure just in this moment, if you take a moment to recall the last time you were present, how good it felt because you were locked in, you know exactly what was what. You would need no one to try and explain that to you because you were, you were all in. And it feels beautiful to be present, even in a time that's difficult or sorrowful. It's difficult or sorrowful or extremely joyous because you're, you're all in. You're all in. You're soaking up that knowledge. You're gaining the wisdom. Or you're seeing there's no wisdom there. (laughs) But you're present. You're connected. The entire process of understanding our embodiment can be very unnatural when placed upon restrictions. It requires nurturing and patience, two qualities that go against the grain in which you may potentially operate. Nurturing and patience. Those are certainly important qualities. To go against the grain of which you may potentially operate, that's true. But that's a part of our kindness journey and our self-kindness journey. Patience. It's it's challenging. And I am certainly one learning the art of it myself. But I do see the value in it. In season one, I used to talk about how uh, if you were fully aware of not being patient in a moment because you were distracted or annoyed, and in that moment, it bothered you, it 
bothered me, I should say, to not do what in my heart I know is right. It's something that I had to learn, that I'm still learning. To take that breath and take that beat because it's not worth the feeling of knowing you went against how you actually would prefer to do something or how to be to someone. Nurturing, good stuff. Personally speaking, I think I have that one covered. But definitely correct. The process of understanding our embodiments can be unnatural when placed upon restrictions. Restrictions are sometimes needed, but depending on where you're coming from, they're not good. Remember, let's say the roots of who we should be on our kindness journey, nurturing, and patient I think I'll leave it there this week I really hope you're enjoying seedling it's just really got a lot a lot a lot a lot of incredible gems within kudos Daniel Mirfield I love you all. Take care.